0: and welcome to the ChannelBuzz.ca podcast. I'm Robert Dutt, editor of ChannelBuzz.ca and as always your host for the show. Uh, Today, we're taking a look at an innovative new partner program from Cisco. Uh, The company announced the environmental sustainability specialization at last year's partner summit and now that program is ready to go. Uh, It's designed to address the circular economy. That is to say, you can get an incentive when you take out old gear and replace it with shiny new Cisco equipment and send the old stuff back to Cisco for reuse or recycling. Uh, We're joined on the podcast by Cisco Canada Channel Chief Zach Dixon to discuss the who's, what's, when's, where's, why's, and how's of the new program, and also by Kelly Michael, President of Charter Telecom, a Cisco partner, and as we'll hear, a solution provider that's been doing this kind of recycling on behalf of its customers for some time. Uh, We'll talk about what the program is, who it's for, what's required, and what partners will get out of it, and uh, we'll discuss how customers are thinking about things like recycling old equipment and why Cisco thinks this will be a very broad specialization amongst its partners. It's a great conversation, so let's get right into it. My chat with Zach Dixon and Kelly Michael. Kelly, Zach, thanks so much for taking the time.
1: for having us. Yeah, happy to be here, Robert.
0: Interesting launching a specialization around the area of uh, environmental sustainability. That is that is a big topic that can cover any number of directions. Now this this iteration of this specialization seems to be going in the kind of circular economy slash recycling direction. I, I guess Zach, to, to kick it off, can you kind of walk us through what is involved in the uh, the specialization and and what you are recognizing with it?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So um, you know, first and foremost. I think there's a huge opportunity for us and our partners to come together and do something really good. You know, I think the, the tech industry, based on some research recently by the U.N., we're delivering about 2 to 4 percent of greenhouse gas emissions globally, which is which is a big number. What I'm really encouraged by and why we're so focused at Cisco on these types of programs is that we, together with our partners in the ICT industry, our solutions can help suppress about 15% of greenhouse gas emissions across the world. So there's the kind of backdrop. And naturally at Cisco, we have a, a really strong sense of, of purpose around not just doing good business, but doing good. And so, you know, we've made a pledge backed by Chuck Robbins, our CEO, about 100% of, of all of our end of use products coming back to Cisco. And that's really the foundation for the environmental sustainability specialization that we're launching for our partners, which is all about rewarding partners that want to participate in that pledge, right, rewarding partners for making a difference in sustainability, working with Cisco to do um, good for the environment. So that's really the, the basis of it. And we're excited for partners like Charter to jump on board and be part of the solution.
0: Kelly, can you can you tell us a little bit about kind of how how you guys have historically, uh, you know, uh, to this date, basically looked at kind of circular economy stuff and basically what are what are customers talking to you, asking you about in that uh, in that area?
2: It, great. That's a great question. Um, it's foundational for Charter. Um, right from our inception, the founder of the organization, uh, one of the key tenants as he was building out Charter was um, in simple terms, you know ensuring that we're leaving uh, the place better than than the way we found it, so mm-hmm. in our industry, it sounds a little unique, but you know if we go into uh, if we go into a closet as an example, um, when we're doing a refresh and we're pulling out old equipment and we're we're cleaning up cabling it's what are we going to do with that technology post um, so it's always been at the forefront of our mind. Um, and, and again, you know, wanting to make it part of our regular practice. What we see um, every day, the conversation is getting deeper with our customers in regards to what's available, what's possible, and how, what, how might we be uh, a better uh, technology citizen in the community, right? Understanding that um, there's a broader sense of awareness. This is becoming everybody's problem. And how can we help them? And I think we're in a unique position, um, especially partnered with some of the great incentives that, that Cisco is putting forward um, to really show how you can utilize technology to help advance um, the business of sustainability. It's, it's no longer a dream, but it's, it's a necessity and more and more people are realizing and understanding this and that opportunity to be able to showcase along with a manufacturing partner it makes what we've been trying to achieve uh, so much easier than just trying to figure out how we might be as a reseller being able to affect. Now we can partner and align with a great strategy. And I I just say kudos to Cisco in the sense that I think there's lots of partners in in the marketplace like Charter that have been doing this Um, by providing this type of incentive. It it makes it an easier barrier of entry um, for lots of other partners to start getting engaged. And once they start getting engaged, they can realize the additional benefits it can bring as an organization. Uh, to their teams, and to the overall feeling of community that the, the organization can be bringing in the technology sector.
1: Yeah, and Kelly, you're you're hitting spot on, and that's really the, the purpose behind the Environmental Sustainability Specialization is awareness and recognition for the efforts that partners like Charter are doing today and combining it with an incentive to make it easier, to make it more profitable. So um, those partners that choose to take just... Uh, 15 hours of training and a couple of exams to get the specialization. They're going to have access to Cisco's Take Back Incentive, which is going to launch here in April. That's going to give incremental discounts of up to 7% on new products through the program. And then obviously, Kel, you mentioned kind of uh, recycling and and refreshing equipment. Um, This is all backed by Cisco Refresh, which started in 2001. That is designed to do exactly that. We can take used equipment, recertify it, refurbish, and then offer it back out to our partners and our customers with a full support and lifecycle opportunity at a a discount or a rate that's less than brand new products. So this is all kind of coming together, I think at the right time, as more and more of our customers are expecting this to be part of how they transact with partners and vendors, but also how they uh, go along their own environmental stewardship journey.
2: Absolutely.
0: All right, Zach touches on sort of the uh, both the the incentive side of things and the uh, the experience or uh, the qualifications to to get there. Um, Kelly, can you uh, can you touch on that from a partner's point of view? Kind of what it looked like. Uh, for you guys to to get involved and uh, basically how how do you see this interacting with what you already do i e is this something that makes it more profitable more attractive to do what you already do, or do you see it opening sort of new opportunities around your your own sustainability efforts
2: uh, both um, you know it 's funny the incentive um, um, the, the first thing it affects is is our bottom line so as an organization that has been doing this. Um, and and something that we put forward to to our our customers, um, it's been a cost center for us. Um, there isn't a there there there's not not ha, there has not been a financial reward up until today um, for a partner like Charter. So we see this as a cost of doing business. Uh, again, going under that uh, core mantra of uh, let's leave the world better uh, when we leave than when we arrive. Um, so we take on some responsibility, and it's and it's a great thing that's it's really been um, appreciated and adopted by our customers when we get into the refresh strategies and um, talking about conscious disposal. And um, we've even done some some things in our our programs where we're pulling out old equipment, refreshing it, and even uh, making it available into schools, as an example, if it can mm-hmm. save it from going to a landfill. And of of late. Um, we've been taking advantage of um, sophisticated uh, disposal where they'll they'll actually take the technology and start to separate um, the the special metals out of it, um, trying to reduce as much going into the landfills. And and just as a bit of an unselfish plug, um, even our building that we built, um, uh, our our new headquarters, we built uh, the first passive house um, commercial building in North America it would have been far cheaper just to build a regular building but again as, as part of that belief that additional investment is just what we see as a cost of business so now having um, a partner who's aligned um, who actually can is at the forefront of this in terms of how they're going to manufacture and then how they're going to refurbish and recycle um, being able to take that as a, a complete story um, helps us uh, morally And now with the uh, partner program in place, it actually turns a cost center of us doing business into a place where we actually might be able to make some profit um, in in doing some good in the marketplace. So um, we're really excited by it, to be perfectly honest with you.
0: All right. And in terms of the experience in, in getting people kind of trained up, both, uh, you know, I think Zach described what that, that looks like in terms of the, the hours commitment, but what do you see on, on your side and, and basically, how are you choosing who goes through this? And I understand that there is sort of a incentive there and that Cisco is is planting some trees based on how many partners, uh, how many folk, individuals partners sent through that. So it, uh, it it's potentially a fairly wide, uh, wide swath there.
2: Absolutely, um, we we are as a we're, we're a unique organization in in terms of when we get into something that's believable. Um, there, there's generally a large portion of our organization that'll go through it. So uh, it starts it starts with myself. Um, so I'm investing. I mean, it's an incredibly low amount of hours. Um, so it starts with myself going through the uh, training programs uh, as we speak. Um, I would anticipate that a large portion of our organization will. I think part of Uh, Part of the fortunate piece we have as charters, we're attracting people that that are looking for a cause, they want to be doing meaningful work, Uh, they want to be doing impactful work, and they want to be making a difference. Um, So as this becomes more and more aware inside of our organization, I would assume that you're going to see a large portion of our organization uh, be taking up the training, because it is a, a fair investment of time. Uh, with not only some uh, fiscal rewards, but also uh, an opportunity to educate yourself a little more in terms of how uh, our marketplace is going to advance going forward because um, i don 't see this as kind of the end point of what good looks like. This is really the first springboard where we where i think we 'll see the the future go for us
1: yeah and and you know charter is a great example of what we expect a lot of our partners to do. And this is open to all partners. It's open across all product lines as well, except for Meraki. But this is intended to be a low barrier of entry program because we really believe in it. And not just for the work that it's going to do in in helping the environment and helping contribute to the circular economy, but we really think there's big opportunity here for Cisco and our partners from a business perspective. We're seeing more and more customers ask for these types of commitments from their vendors and their supplier arrangements, right? We're seeing more and more customers that are building these requirements into their RFX, RFQ, RFP, RFI processes, right? And we're seeing governments, you look at the European Union, you look at the U.S. and Canada, there's going to be access that this is going to provide to green funding initiatives that are going to help build pipeline, help build business, all while contributing to the circular economy. So it's, it's to me, a program that we really expect wide adoption. And we love that the team at Charter is is right out at the front, like they usually are, connecting, you know, both doing good business and doing good. So I'm so excited about where we're headed with it.
0: So it sounds like something that falls into the category of a nice to have kind of thing today, but as to your point, rapidly moving towards something that uh, if, if not table stakes becomes a much more um, solid or, or required consideration of, of solutions going forward. How quickly, it, it sounds like you see that happening uh, in a fairly quick time frame?
1: Yeah, I, I certainly do. I think there's line of business leaders that have environmental sustainability as a priority and not number 10 on the list right up at the top. And so I think using this specialization, using this certification as a way to get access into some of those new conversations is gonna be a lot easier today than it is or ever has been. You know, and, and if we can get into those conversations, we can increase our intimacy with those customers. We can also differentiate ourselves from the competition because I think we're in a lot of ways pioneering uh tying this this specialization and recognition to what we do really well together already which is build great technology and services and and connect people so i think this is just the beginning we're going to see more adoption or more of that mindset in our customer base and then i think our partner community is going to latch on and start building service offerings on top of this program stuff that they've been doing quite frankly for years and and as we see more demand in the market all the creativity of the folks at Charter and and elsewhere in our partner community can come to the forefront and create some really cool experiences for our customers in this space. So I think we're right at the tipping point and headed into a a big wave in this window. I don't think it's unusual to hear
2: uh, Cisco talking about being at the forefront and I wouldn't even say being at the front of the wave but actually creating the wave Um, And I would absolutely agree with Zach, I mean, from our perspective, what we've seen is we've positioned uh, sustainability in parts of our business architectural practice and our lifecycle services as a differentiator. Um, and And again, if we look at being a good corporate citizen in the community it's it's an area that we want to focus on and something that we believe in and I think you know it started out as a nice to have when we were working with our partners and we talk about that as a bit of a forefront um, They say that 's a great additional check mark that we can put towards it um, now we, as as zach had mentioned we 're starting to see people ask, "How do you differentiate yourself in this and and what are your sustainability plans? And and that's now migrating to it's not just enough to say, well, we have a, a dirty paper recycling program and we have blue bins in the building where we'll we'll collect the the cans and the bottles to to go to recycling. It's really what's your proactive strategy and how might you benefit it? And now as part of our business architecture practice and our, our lifecycle services, as we're building out a roadmap for, you know, here's where we are today and this is where you want to get to in the next three years. Sustainability is is part of that, and it's it's not just a, a feel good or a, how do we lower our our consumption costs or even a, a noble cause of how might we lower our, our CO2 emissions. Um, it's how are we going to differentiate to attract the right talent as as a company? They want to be able to to look into to the employment pool and say, we're we're a noble noble. Sorry, we're a noble organization uh, who believes in cause and believes in sustainability, and that becomes um, an asset to attracting the right type of talent as well. So it is growing more in stride. And it, as you had mentioned um, er- earlier, Robert, it, it is going to become a table stake. Um, right. It's going to move to a fact that it's not just a matter of what are you doing, but you must be doing this um, just as a, a point of entry into negotiations or discussions with customers
0: and And on the plus side for you, it sounds like along with that transition, it's it's going from uh, from a, a cost center for the organization, something that you do because it's the right thing to do to something that can uh, can drive new lines of business, which is which is always a nice transition to make.
2: No question. Um, it now gives us an opportunity to even start looking at how might we do more. Um, so, you know, there's always that limitation. I mean, the realities of businesses, uh, we need to be able to make some money so that we can uh, distribute paychecks every couple of weeks to to the employees. That becomes an important they piece of like our that. business. Um, but at the same time, you know, we're, we're fortunate at Charter to have... Um, you know an organization that believes that you know we need to put back in um, so with these additional incentives, it allows us to reinvest and look at how we might be able to help move that bar even further along um, these are These are important things and and that ability to be innovative um, and and doing it for a good cause um, you know if you believe in karma um, it 's sets up for a pretty good opportunity for sure.
0: So, so Zach, we talked a little bit about kind of the, the incentive side of things and, uh, and, and what's, what's in it for partners and, and what's covered. Basically, it sounds like everything except Meraki within the Cisco lineup. Can you, can you tell me a little bit about kind of what happens under the under the Take Back program, basically what partners can tell their customers about what to expect uh, for the, the fate of their uh, their former technology?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So uh, again, that, uh, that Take Back incentive Uh, on the front end provides up to 7% more discounting on on new products. The magic really happens after, obviously. So when we can swap out older hardware with new energy-efficient Cisco equipment, in that way, we can help our customers reduce their carbon footprint. And this is a a free take-back service so that that used hardware is going to be responsibly recycled or repurposed instead of ending up in in a landfill, which is the whole concept of this circular economy piece. And that returned equipment is going to be part of Cisco refresh. And this is something that we're going to take the the equipment, recertify, put it back out to market. That's going to have a full uh, support and warranty contract attached to it. Um, But it's going to be available at, at, better prices than brand new products. So mm-hmm. when a customer works with a partner that's that's developed this specialization and, and certification, they can know that they're doing something good, right? This, the, the equipment that they're using is not going to end up in a landfill. It's going to be repurposed, reused, and put back out to market to, to further you know, our connectivity purpose across the world. So that's the spirit behind it.
0: And, and it sounds like if I'm, if I'm, if I'm reading that correctly, as a very nice, oh, by the way, it's also helping to, uh, to address gray market issues that, uh, that partners may come up against.
1: Absolutely, you, you nailed it, Robert. It's, it's a big piece of it as well. We have about two and a half to $3 billion gray market problem across the globe on an annual basis. So when we can put these types of devices back out to market in a way that's supported by Cisco and our partners, naturally, we'll be able to give our customers more confidence that the equipment that they're getting has been well taken care of, and it's going to serve the purpose that they're purchasing it for. So you nailed it, Robert.
0: Every now and then, every now and then. Uh-huh. Um, so so getting getting to the uh, the inevitable, but what have you done for me lately part of the discussion, uh, we, we've talked about kind of where, where things are at and a little bit about kind of where we can see things going in terms of the marketplace. But I'm uh, curious, Zach, any thoughts on uh, sort of where, where Cisco's efforts around um, promoting partner sustainability efforts can or will go from here. And, and Kelly, maybe some thoughts on, uh, I think you shared some thoughts on where you'd like to see, see uh, Charter go directionally, but uh, maybe I'd like to get your thoughts yeah. on, uh, you know, where you'd be looking for uh, the air support from your vendor friends along the way.
2: Well, um <clears throat> we touched a little bit on gray market there there's a big there 's a big support factor there, and it 's not just the loss of business but <clears throat> as Zach had touched on um, the supporting of the customer and ensuring that it meets their expectations but I think um, a- as this rolls out when you look towards um, some of the advantages where it goes in the future, um, I think that this has the ability to start to um have our entire industry look at things in a different fashion so you know you could even take um a significant leap in the supply chain um might look like and and the roles and the responsibilities of distribution and and how that equipment might flow and and even from Um, An engineering and innovation perspective of how might we be doing things different? How might we be moving away from even at some point looking at um, that distribution box and how that might be able to be done through a a software distribution, um, helping our customers move into uh, that transition from CapEx into OpEx. It, It really opens the door for uh, an incredibly deep conversation and and it moves it from the traditional consumption models and back into uh, a broader organizational discussion. And if we want to get really imaginative, we can, we can talk about even the ability to bring IT back up into the innovation discussion within an organization, where over the last few years, you started to see that business units are, are making decisions for direction of the business and IT has fallen into the delivery of those of those ideas and, and strategies. And these types of initiatives even have that ability to start pulling IT back up into that innovation discussion within the organizations, which ultimately is going to allow for uh, a more progressive, more innovative, and more um, um, successfully aligned um, customer organization. So I think the ramifications, um, the obvious ones that we talk about today are are clear and, and they're starting to build and, and those will obviously grow as well. Um, but what the potential holds in starting down this path is almost unlimited to be perfectly honest with you.
1: Yeah, and, and from the Cisco lens, I mean, this is not a, a fad right? This is a, an important part of our purpose. And, you know, we've made some commitments to reach net zero across all scopes of emissions by 2040, the mm-hmm. Cisco foundation we're putting a hundred million dollars into climate solutions over the next 10 years. And this is something we've been doing for about a decade and a half. Right. And so when I look at how we're really taking a step forward from a program perspective with our partners, with this new specialization, it's just a piece of the puzzle. There's a commitment here on the Cisco side to continue down this mission. And, and like everything at Cisco, we don't do it, we can't do it, we won't do it without our partners. And so, in terms of, of supporting our partners through their journey, you know, partnering together uh, for our customers and for you know our country, there's just going to be a, a, a continual feeding of this fire that we've started uh over the past decade and a half and and the mission that we're on so i'm really excited about uh about partnering for for good
0: together all right. And I'm always interested to see partner programs that, that take the business in, in a new way and, and different models that maybe we haven't thought of as, as part of the business in the past. So I'll, I'll be looking forward to seeing how this rolls out in the marketplace and, and where we go from here. Gentlemen, thank you both so much for your time to uh, to discuss the launch of the program and uh, best of luck with your uh, respective efforts to get it out there.
2: Thanks very much. Thanks, Thanks for having us.
0: So there you have it, everything you need to know about Cisco's new environmental sustainability specialization, courtesy of Zach Dixon and Kelly Michael. I'd like to thank Zach and Kelly for joining us for the podcast. Thanks Cisco for their continuing support of the site. And of course, thank you for listening. Uh, We'll be back next week with another edition of the podcast as we're joined by frequent guest Tony Anscom of ESET to discuss what the Russia-Ukraine war has meant on the security front and what partners need to know as Western governments warn companies of all size to be prepared for a cyber attack offensive. Uh, Between now and then, we would welcome you to consider subscribing to or following the podcast in your podcast app of choice and should you feel so inclined, please do go ahead and leave us a rating or review if the app supports that. Uh, Until next week, I'm Robert Dutt for channelbuzz.ca. Stay safe out there, and I'll see you around the channel.